0: Welcome. 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 How are we? So now I know, I know you're all angry at me. I know you're all gonna have a go at me because it's been a minute. It's been a hot minute. But life has been crazy hectic. Haven't had a second. Honestly, busy, busy, busy. Also, technical difficulties, everything was breaking, nothing was working. So yeah, we took a bit of a break. But if you were like this bitch, this bitch, not give me the gas why what why are you not on the patreon the patreon is where all the gas that you need you deserve you love it's there it's ready and waiting I put one up every week so like you just can't go wrong all the juicy bits that you need you'll find there so now obviously i know I know what you all want me to talk about. If you're in my close friends, you will know that I know, that you know, that I know what you want me to talk about. But obviously, for reasons that you obviously all also know if you're in the close friends, if you're not in the close friends, Martha, Obi, go follow me, message me, I'll add you to the close friends, because I'm a loyal hun and I'll literally add anyone, unless it's a fake page, which, trigger warning, has happened. So yeah, basically, can't talk about the things you guys want me to talk about, but on the Patreon. I could talk about the things that you guys want me to talk about. So get over there and I'll start talking and I'll be giving you the goss. So I'm going to be putting that Patreon up also this week. So there's a lot of goss. There's a lot of goss floating around. But today we are going to be discussing your dilemmas. Constantly I'm sent voice messages, messages from girls. Asking me to help them out to give them a bit of advice on certain situations going on in their life and girls, oh my god, you delivered, you delivered. So I put up an Instagram, an Instagram story basically being like, Here, look, any dilemmas, fill me in. Any advice needed, let me know. Let me let me see if I can help you. And this is what has happened. So, before we get started, Megan and Harry, Megan and Harry what, like, what, like, what, what, what? Like, honestly, horrific, horrific, horrific what's going on. If it's all true, fucking awful. I, I am here to believe it. Um, and it's so sad and it's an absolute disgrace, but I have a bone to pick. See, you're telling me, you're telling me that Megan never ever in her life thought oh, maybe i'll just do a little click 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 tapping away tapping away their lap tapping away their laptop and googled the royal family surely she knew surely she knew what the vibe was the fact that she was like oh like me and my mother uh, sorry that's an English accent what do I do um me and my mom like we never even knew that Diana did uh interviews like we never even knew that what what honestly I go on a date and I'm like how is your auntie Moira's hip and they're like sorry and I'm like her hip I saw on Facebook when I stalked her and the rest of your family that she got a hip replacement how is her hip Can she, can she get up the stairs now? Has she, has she progressed up the stairs? Because last time I checked, she's finding it hard to get to the, to the fridge from the couch. So has she gone up the stairs? No, no, Mark. I need to know if she's gotten up the fucking stairs. So, yeah, that's how I would go about things. So, if I was going to be dating a royal family member, I definitely would do a little Google. Now, I get she's famous. So, maybe she's like, I don't need to Google people. They need to Google me, which is fair. But, like, come on. I don't know. I felt like that was a bit ridiculous because I do be stalking everybody they follow, everybody they're friends with. I do be looking through their social medias. Do you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, let's get Started. So let's start this off with a bit of goss. A bit of goss. So I got messages from this girl. Basically, she had gone with a boy. For three dates, I so went on three walks. Very much clinically obsessed with this boy with science things. Also, he's 29, so a little bit elder. This girl's only like 24, 25. So a little bit older than her. Mature, exactly what we need. That's what we thought. We're wrong. Obviously, it's a man. We can't get excited about anything. So anyway, third date go back to his house, they're kissing, they're touching, sex happens. And it happens to the best of us. And of course, their message, she was like, oh, I don't know, like maybe he judged me because we'd sex too soon. Like, no, 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 no. Can we honestly get over this? I know I talk about it all the time, but can we get over it? Honestly, why can't sex be like going on a holiday? When you go on holidays, you enjoy it, you travel, you see the world. People think more of you. They're like, ooh, this girl, she is well-traveled. She has experienced life. She has been around the block and her name ain't Jenny. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, honestly, people applaud it. People are like, oh, I want to be friends with this girl. She's had experiences. She knows life. She can write a novel about her experiences traveling the world why aren't we like to travel men's bodies? That's my question. Why can't people meet me and be like, oh, she has traveled men from head to toe. Oh, I hate toes. And she knows, she knows the male body. She knows what's on offer. She knows what's up for grabs. She's been there. She's grabbed it. I want to be friends with her. I want to spend time with her because she has experienced life by experiencing dick. That's what I'm saying, girls. That's what I'm saying. So let's not judge yourselves. Have sex with however many people you want. Like, we're over it. We're over it. We're over it. But anyway, so then they're texting and she sends the last message. He doesn't reply. And then a few days later, she sends a voice message to him, basically being like, here, look, if you're ghosting me, that's fine. Just let me know because I'm not here to have my time wasted. What does he do? What does he do? He replies, completely ignores her asking about being ghosted. It's like, hey, busy week, whatever. Then a few days later, um, she is having a few drinks with her friends. Ends up, he's having a few drinks with his friends. They end up having sex. The next day, now this is the part that was the dagger in the back. The next day, she orders a taxi. She goes to get her taxi. He doesn't even walk her to the front door. Now, I've been with guys. I've been around the block with Jenny and the girls, and. I've never had that situation, so I honestly think that's just so rude, like, to knock it out of your fucking bed, like, walk her downstairs, she's just giving you the best night of your fucking life, Alex, okay, walk her down the stairs, you prick, do you know what I mean? So, anyway, basically, um, he did walk her down the stairs, she, she, Had to do the walk of shame down the stairs by herself Go to the car and then ghosted So honestly she was like Should I give it another go or whatever My verdict is no After hearing the full story I'm like this guy is obviously a dick He obviously kept her in the loop to get what he wanted And then decided to fucking ghost her Like the rest of them so I'm like, no, also he's 29. So he needs to grow the fuck up. Like honestly, 30 next year, 30 next year. Oh, scared for you, scared for you. Everybody else who's 30, it's still young. It's still 30, flirty and, and thriving. Like we love to see it. But for him, 30 next year. Oh, I, you, you don't have a house. You don't have a long-term girlfriend. Oh. I'm scared for you, I'm scared for you, no me joking. anyway, he sounds like an cell so we're done with him. We are done with him. so then I got a message um saying how do I get past the talking stage on the dating apps? so now obviously the apps are as dry as can be, and there was a lot of questions about the apps. so I'm just gonna like tie them all together. so basically the questions were how to get past the uh, talking stage, what app and why, and also do you start the conversation? Do you message first, what's the vibe? Um, and then dating apps, exclamation mark, or capital letters, help me. Fair, so bloody fair. So let's start off with what app and why. So now personally, Tinder, it's there for sex. Nobody's chit-chatting. Everybody's ghosting each other. Well, like my experience is, is nobody's talking to me. Everybody's ghosting me. I don't even like swipe on it anymore. I'm just sick of it. I feel like it's very much turned into like a let's just have sex or nothing at all kind of vibe, which is great if you want sex, but like, I'm not arsed. Like I'm just not arsed. Hinge, I really do like. I still am a fan of Hinge. Now all of my friends say they've never seen a good looking boy in Hinge. Hence why I probably like it because I have awful taste in men but I do appreciate the fact that you can chat away to boys um, and before you chat to them, you can get a sense of their personality from them answering questions. I don't know, I've had success on Hinge, so I definitely would recommend to a friend, but Bumble! Fuck me, I know you're all going to come for me because I hated it. I absolutely hate it. It's been such a plot twist. Like, Bumble's literally my go-to now. So I feel like I've fully done 180 and I love Bumble. I'm here for Bumble. Go, Gap, bloody Bumble. It's 10 out of 10. Also, so many people messaging saying they met their boyfriends on Bumble throughout the last few months. So honestly, if you're looking for a boyfriend, there's only one place to be. And also, one of my friends got it recently and she was like, oh my God, all the boys in this are actually really, really good looking. So there you go. That This also happened to me now, I must say. I remember I was saying to you guys before that um, on Tinder at the start already good looking people come up and then they filter you to see who's liking you and then it's more of like an accurate description like oh sweet lord above like honestly mine is 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 the rush of the letter. honestly it's horrific but that's obviously my league so I just need to lower my standards and get over myself okay okay anyway. So that's definitely the app to go to. So now how to start the convo and how to get out of the talking phase. So now my main advice for this would be, I start every conversation, hey, how the hell are we? So that's just what I say to everyone. I don't know why. I just feel like it sounds like I'm a bit of crack. Like, hey, how the hell are we? It probably sounds like, hey, how the hell are we? Okay, how are we? It's probably how it sounds, but I mean it like, hey, how the hell are we? Do you know what I mean? Don't know if it comes across that way. Don't really care. It's worked for me so far. So obviously on Bumble, you have to send a message first. On Hinge, what I do is, is I don't match with people. I just set people like me and then I say yes or no to them. So on Hinge, you don't have to uh swipe right on somebody to see that somebody likes you. It like comes up in a, in a, up in a separate thing. Kind of another reason why I like it because I literally to do no work. Um, And then I say yes or no to the people who have liked me and then I'll always message them because they've liked me. So I'm like, I'll make the first move. Also, who gives a fuck? It's 2021 20, make the first move. Let's not be shy. Let's not be awkward. Who honestly cares? Not me, not them. Okay. So how to get out of the talking phase. Oh, so sorry. So that answers your question, how to start the convo. How the hell are we? And also, sorry. Now, obviously if there's something in the description, like I will send something else. Like one time I did send a guy a thing being like, stop looking. Like you have, you, you can stop looking now because you found the one and he didn't reply which was so fair but I was like I just need to let him know that like we should be getting married next week if if life went my way do you know what I'm saying um but how to get out of the talking stage like, this is kind of difficult like I I do understand where people are coming from like the dating apps are very very dry like I sent essays but like I have to have something to go off do you know what I mean? And I feel like these days there's nothing to go off because there's nothing happening. So what I will say to you is, is like, obviously if there's like a show you're watching or if there's something he mentions in his bio or something, I mean, I always tend to go for more of a positive route. Like what, where are we going on holiday when this ends? Like, where are you taking me? Um, kind of being overly eager and a bit flirty, you know, um, instead of being like, how are you fine locked down? Lockdown shy, what about you? you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just boring. Like, no one cares how shit your lockdown is. Like, no, nobody, nobody cares. Like, so make the conversation more positive than anything. But my main trick and my main go-to is to get them off the app. Now, the other reason why I like Bumble is because on Bumble, you can send voice messages. I just think a voice message gives them a sense of your personality, shows them you're a bit of crack, Then if you get one back, you'll get to know everything you need to know about them. Are they outgoing? Are they chatty? Is their voice sexy? Like it's everything you need to know. So I would recommend get off the app, get onto WhatsApp, get sending voice messages. If they won't send one back, are they a bit dry? Possibly... Like, is it weird if they're anxious to send something of their voice? Yes. But now also I get people are shy. And also if it's your worst fear to send a voice message, this might not be the best thing for you. But I just think for me, it's a great way to like open up the whole, um, getting a sense of each other's personality. Is this going to go somewhere? Are we going to meet up? Are we going to have incredible sex? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's kind of what I do. Also in Bumble, I like the way you can send photos. Like I always send photos of my puppy because like if they don't want to see my puppy, I don't ever want to see them. Do you know know what I mean? So that's also kind of handy. Like not that I'd be sending nudes. Not not that I would ever, do not come for me. Do not, okay, I sell needs. I sell needs on the reg. Get over it. But no, I wouldn't be selling needs on that. But like, if you're into that, like kind of handy that the option is there for you. We're not here to judge. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so now, got a message from a girl. Loved this because this really, really made me think back on my, my past life. So I got a message from a girl being like, seeing this boy, really, really like him, but just wondering, have you ever gone out with a guy whose friends are assholes? Because I definitely can tell that his friends are knobheads. I love knobheads. I haven't heard this in so long. What a great, what a great phrase. Need to bring it back into my life. Do you know what? You're such a knob. You're such a knobhead. It really suits me. It really, I'm really here for it. So anyway, yes, yes, yes. I was thinking back this and I was like, oh my God, no. Oh my God, no. They've all been you <laughs> dream boats I've always fancied their friends more than them after a while I've realized that their friends are for me like I don't know if you remember girls remember t- Tornado Boy his friend like we used to talk about like Geordie Shore and all this kind of stuff like his friend was made for me like we were two peas in a pot. when the rest were talking about fucking fertilizer for the farm we were talking about Geordie Shore and like that's the kind of energy and the type of guy I need in my life who watches reality tv with me like we would have been buzzing off Love Island together do you know what I mean? happy with happy with our kids and beat on holidays every summer do you know what I mean um so but then I started to think and there's a guy yet to talk about yet to talk about I think I think he will be featuring soon on the Patreon. I could never speak about him on this because if he hears, he's to pay to listen. He is to pay to listen. He has to give me money towards my future, my future in order to hear me bitch about him. But his friends, oh sweet Lord above, were actually the worst people in the world. So he actually had one really, really nice friend who one night brought me up to my mum dad's room at a party and started crying to me because he was worried about his friend, which I actually thought I was like, for a lad to actually care this much about his friend is now in the midst of the conversation he asked me if I wanted drugs I've never touched drugs in my life by the way I don't know if I've ever say this for it It's just not for me so yeah in the midst of the conversation he did offer me drugs which took it took a little bit away from the emotion and the caring of the situation but you sure, look we can't we can't have it all we, we we can't we have to be a tiny bit flawed so we will let him away with that we will let him away but I thought that was really nice but the rest of his friends fuck me like fuck me me, they were disasters. Constantly told me to break up with him. Constantly told me I was too good for him. Two of his friends gobbed me. Like garbed me, like I can't even go into detail about here. I need to save for the part, but his friends just like tried to get with me to like piss him off, and then he didn't care that his friends were trying to get with me. Like it was so fucked, so so fucked. But look, a story for another day. So yes, I have dealt with people whose friends were assholes, and like the only advice I can give to that is, is like you personally in life I hang around with people that I like to associate myself with people who make me feel better people who I agree with their judgments on life I've cut out a lot of fuckers I've cut out a lot of people because they just weren't doing it for me and honestly they they had to get the chop they had to go see you never Um, and I've honestly dealt with a lot of knobheads knobheads constantly do be entering my life as this girl likes to call them so um I mean Sherlock we all know maybe his friend are from school maybe he feels like he can't fucking get rid of them maybe he feels he's stuck with them and if that's the case that is awful if they are wankers but you know if I think the main way to go of this is if when it's just you two and he's lovely and he's gorgeous and he's kind to you that's really nice but if he acts the same way towards you with his friends then you know that he's not letting these wankers rub off on him and he just has awful taste in friends but obviously great taste in girls if he's with you girlfriend but no honestly if he's with you and the lads and he starts treating you differently being a dick honestly get rid of him kick him to the fucking curb kick him to the curb see you never see you never oh i'm on the flight to ibiza with the girls to find a better version of you do you know what i'm saying keep bringing up ibiza today do we see a theme do i want to be there right now yes can i no am i visualizing being there soon though yes hopefully it will happen okay so now on to the next question where are we how do you not compare yourself to his ex now this one, this one hit a nerve with me. So now, personally, in my experience, I like I think as girls, I don't know if boys do this as well because obviously I don't have a dick, so I can't neither confirm or deny. If a boy's listening, let me know. But as girls, I feel like when we're down, we're like let's make let's make ourselves feel worse. So for example, when I go out of a breakup, I will look through all of the photos all of the videos listen to the song that reminds me of him ball 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 but like I have to do this to get it out of my system but I also am the type of person that like I've never been the type of person to check who's like seeing my stories on Instagram I couldn't give a flying fuck whenever I put up a post it's like 13% of the people don't follow you I'm like I don't care who these people are of zero interest but the only thing I will say is is like when my exes have got new girlfriends I've always locked, and I don't know why I don't know why but I train myself out of this so we all can do this we all can do this so my first boyfriend got a new girlfriend actually sold them together all the time so like couldn't get away from that situation um But then he got a girlfriend a while ago and I was kind of missing him at the time. And I was like, oh my God, I need to stalk him. See what what his life updates are because I honestly didn't know whether he was dead or alive because like we've zero contact. So basically go onto his page to get the goss and he had a new girlfriend and like I was actually happy for him. I was like, oh my God, she looks so nice. They're perfect for each other. Happy out, so happy that he's doing well in life. Then my next boyfriend. So my next boyfriend was like, as you know, like I felt quite insecure with him. I felt like he didn't like my curves. He... I felt like he should be with a girl who would no personality, who didn't have a curve on her or a percentage of fat. And also like, sorry, he never called me fat or anything like that. I just, that's how I felt around him. I don't think it was his doing. I think it was my own, but I was the skinniest I'd ever been when I was with him. And at one stage I said to him, like, what if I put on all the weight, which I have done since? Like, what if I put it all back on? Cause that's like, obviously such a massive possibility. And he was like, no, 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 you won't. No, like you won't though. No, like you won't. And he was so disgusted at the thought that that like scared the shit out of me. So yeah. And like, also he didn't really like the fact I was so ambitious that I, blah, the list goes on. So Anyway, I still follow a lot of his friends on Instagram because I was like really like good friends with his friends. Really liked his friends. Like they, a few of them messaged me about the podcast all this kind of stuff. They're just such fucking nice people. Honestly, 10 out of 10. And basically one of them, they like went on a trip some, somewhere and there was all like boyfriends, girlfriends. And then I saw him beside this girl and I was like, oh no, she's only gonna done it. And like, to be fair, it stung for like, 10 minutes and then I was completely over it. But what I will say is, is like, I didn't click her name. I didn't zoom in on the photo. I removed myself from the fucking situation before it became a situation. Like I think in life, like the, the unknown is better than the known or is that the right saying? What is it? Like the, uh, like you can't, basically my point is, is like, if you like you're the person who's clicking your ex's name and typing it into Instagram and stalking it. You're the person clicking her tag name, going onto her paycheck. You're upsetting yourself by doing this. So I just feel like we need to like not do that. Stop checking if your ex has seen your stories. Like just stop doing it. Because when I broke up, uh, when he broke up with me, I went through a phase of Snapchat, putting up stories all the time, had like my new bayonet out all the time three days after we, two days after we broke up a video of me kissing a boy in a night out that actually somebody else put up on my snapchat the next day obviously i delete it straight away but i was kind of like oh god he saw it like we kind of loved to see this because he he broke my heart which was so mature of me but like for like a few months like everything i was putting up in the back of my head i had to see if he'd seen it and i remember just like his his i will never in my life forget his snapchat name like it wasn't his name it was like a weird name i'll never forget it because the amount of times i fucking checked to see if he'd seen my story yes he'd always fuck seen it and I was like oh my god is he jealous oh my god what is he thinking he didn't give a fuck like he actually didn't give a flying fuck like it's such a toxic trait to have but anyway when I saw this girl from a distance in the photo she was really really skinny tanned brown hair and exactly the type of girl that he wanted to be with which obviously fucking shoved the knife in a bit a bit more because if he had been with a curvier girl I would have been like okay well at least it wasn't like me putting on weight that could have been a factor to this breakup but because he was with a really really thin gorgeous gorgeous model looking girl I was like well this explains it and also the fact that when I with him everyone was like oh my god how did you do it how did you get him how did you get him i was like well now it makes sense that this is the type of girl that they all thought that he should be with but then i was like do you know what fuck that fuck what everyone thinks i fucking think i'm great i think i'm gorgeous fuck all of that shit so i feel like i definitely have got myself into negative um head spaces with this also like even the first lockdown had an interview before the interview found out that a boy who i still haven't spoken with, you have to talk it's coming, it's coming. Um, had a girlfriend, his first ever girlfriend, because me and him were never official. And I may have sent a voice message to my friends screaming in it. Now, obviously, probably none of them replied because they're so sick of me and my drama. They honestly can't cope. But I was literally screaming. I was like, ah, what the hell? Like, honestly, like that was me. Um, oh my God, I'd love if I could find a voice message out fully. I'll play it. If I can find a voice message, I'll play it on his podcast that I do for the Patreon. Honestly, honestly but the worst part was is that I knew this girl like we knew of each other um I'll explain everything I'll explain everything but it was just the the knife once again straight in the back because I knew her now obviously he didn't probably didn't know that we knew her and I'm delighted that he's in love because I never thought he would be but like it was a bit of a stab in the back But now I'm happy for them and I'm delighted and I'm like happy days you do you so I don't know if this has answered your question of how not to compare I think Don't let yourself be in a position to be stalking his ex. Like, you know, that was a past life. He's done with her. He broke up with her. She broke up with him for a reason. It's over. You need to get a point of being so, so secure in yourself and loving yourself that that doesn't even come into your mind. Because I'm telling you right now, since I've gotten to a point of being so, so sure of myself, so confident in myself, so happy with myself, I don't fucking compare myself to people anymore. And I couldn't give a flying fuck. And to be honest, I still to myself would say that it's their loss. That they don't have me anymore. Yes, they're with these new girls who are probably amazing and lovely and gorgeous. But it's their bloody loss because they're not me. Do you know what I'm saying? So, no, many joking. But you have to get to a point of just being so sure of yourself and confident in yourself that you're never going to compare yourself to somebody else. Also, if he's with you, he's with you. Pick me. Choose me. He chose you. You are the chosen one. So honestly, he he isn't with her for a reason. For whatever that reason may be, is irrelevant. He's not with her. He chose you. He wants to be with you. You need to just trust in him. What is a the relationship without trust? It's absolutely irrelevant. So just trust in him and give him, let your walls down, let him in. If he's a good guy, he must be a good guy if he's gotten to the point of being your boyfriend. You obviously trust him enough to let him be your boyfriend. So just don't compare it I know it's so hard to say but just love yourself believe in yourself try to give yourself that confidence and if you ever are feeling insecure like voice it to him but like don't be like you're unless he is comparing you to or he does say oh my ex needs to do this my exes to that and if he does that literally fuck him out the window but just like tell him that like your concerns and stuff but just try to build yourself up try to come to a place in your life where you are so confident in yourself and happy with yourself that you Everybody else is irrelevant. You're the, your only competition is yourself to better yourself. Everybody else just doesn't even make the cut. Do you know what I mean? So that's, that would be my advice. I don't know if that's helped or not. Um, okay, so haven't gotten a shag or shift in over a year. Building it up. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Now, obviously life has been been really fucking tough. And like, as you all know, like I love sex. I love getting up with boys. I love dating. I love it. I love it. I love it. And not going without it for a while can be really tough and you can build it up or whatever but what I will say is is just don't get in your head about it because then when it actually comes it'll be such a big thing in your mind like let's rewind let's all just rewind to our first kiss and it was like oh wait how do I do it like how do I move my tongue around do I put my tongue in their mouth do I kiss first with my mouth closed and then open my mouth or do I go in with my mouth open like we overthought it and then when it happened like yeah they were all fucking awful but like it was your first time you kind of get it over with and you realize you just completely were so so paro about it for no reason also being so paro about it when it actually does happen it could be you're so in your head about it that you've actually kind of fucked it for yourself because you're so insecure when the time comes I honestly think that look it's been a fucking shitty shitty year and like obviously there hasn't been many opportunities for this stuff to be happening so don't be like oh my god I'm so mega I haven't gotten the shift to the shag because that's not the case like we're, we're all in the same boat do you know what I mean but what I will say to you is is be excited for it like do you know what I mean you've been there before you'll be there again whether it is the best shag of your life an average shag or a shag you'd wish to forget who cares like do you know what I mean I just I wouldn't get in my head too much about it because then when the time comes you could talk yourself out of it like so many of my friends talk themselves out of shifting somebody for eight and wears and stuff because they were so paro about it. Um, but so yeah, don't overthink it. Don't overanalyze it. Let it happen. When the time is right, it'll happen. We're all stuck in this like shitty phase of our lives, but it will be over soon and we'll all be getting the shag on the reg. So honestly, just I'd say just be excited for it. Like, I mean over building it up like I mean I'm somebody who loves to like fantasize by things build it up as much as you want in your head and be so excited for it and living for it and when it happens I hope it'll be up to your expectations but I wouldn't be like oh my god that was shit I'm devastated now do you know what I mean just go with the flow let it happen and Sherlock I went from experience of having the worst shag Of my entire existence. Because I couldn't feel anything. You all know. You all will know what that means. What I went through. (sighs) To the next time I had sex. Being one of the best shags of my life. So you just never know what's around the corner. You never bloody know. So yeah. I would say. Like honestly. Just. It's gonna happen sooner or later. It's gonna happen eventually. So yeah. Just be excited. And go for it. Go hell for leather. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So now. This one, okay, there's two more left. Sorry, this is so long, but I need to get into these because these are fucking juicy. My boyfriend called me his ex's name. Can we fucking discuss this? So now I've been on both sides of this. I'm not gonna lie. I went out with a guy and I called him a guy in my course's name who I used to talk about all the time because we were like mates or whatever. And yeah, I thought he was attractive. And I said his name during sex. I called my boyfriend this name. During sex, I called my boyfriend a guy's name who I fancied in college. Like, oh, horrific, horrific. We had a massive fight. He didn't trust me anymore. Like, oh my God. But like, I'm so bad. Like, I get people's names wrong all the time. Like, I'm just so bad at that. Anyway, not excusing it was bad. And a few months later, we broke up because obviously if I'm so sexually attracted to another boy, it probably means that I'm not vibing my boyfriend that much. Do you know what I mean? So now, obviously, like obviously that isn't a great example to give because we ended up breaking up a while later. But I never cheated on this boy or anything like that. But I definitely towards the end was starting to like find other boys really attractive and not like obviously everybody finds people attractive. But I was a bit like, oh God, like, do you know, if I was single or whatever, I was having these thoughts, I was like, okay, no. And then literally like completely fell out of love with my boyfriend, as you all know, if you listen to the first Love of My Life podcast. So I think that was very much a sign for me. But now, like, I'm not saying that your boyfriend, like you know, is thinking of other people. Like he said his ex's name, like how many times can that happen so easily? Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean that he's actually thinking about his ex. Sometimes I think it's just a slip of the thumb guys, like it happens. Like, so now I don't know if you, if anyone of you have listened to Rocket Man podcast, you'll know the story, but I was seeing a boy and now he was absolutely fucking obliterated. But worse than that, my dad and myself bars, we went to a barbecue in his house because they're family friends And the whole night he was telling stories about his ex, this guy. And we were kind of semi-seeing each other at the time. So I was like, okay, a bit weird that he spent the whole fucking night talking about her as if I haven't heard her name enough in my life. He also worked with her. So he worked with her. He was talking about her this night. And like now taking the piss out of the relationship. But like at the same time talking about her. And then later on the night, he's really drunk. And he called me her name called me her fucking name and like I lost my shit like I was literally casing him on it straddling him on a chair like we were back in west called me her name and straight away couldn't got off that chair faster if you paid me do you know what I mean so I mean in that situation if he just called me her name when he was drunk I would have been like whatever it was the fact that he was talking about her all night he still works with her so to see her all the time so I was like hey look I really just don't think he's over her and he wasn't, shock horror. So I think you need to take a step back, look at your relationship as a whole. Was this just a slip of the tongue? He said it, he didn't fucking mean it. He just got, just said it out of nowhere. Was he drunk? Was he sober? What was, I need to know more about the situation, but also has it happened once? Has it happened a few times? And does he talk about her a lot? I mean, personally, I would think them talking about them a lot and bringing them up a lot or like comparing you to them would be worse than them just slip of the tongue. Do you know that kind of way? So that's what I'd say about that. And then this one, honestly, I just fucking give up. Like I actually give up. This girl was with a guy for, so she was seeing him for five months. Then he became her boyfriend and they were together for like 10 months and he, like, basically nearly a year. Like, obviously, they weren't boyfriend and girlfriend for a year, but like, they've been a boyfriend and girlfriend for five months. Ghosted her. Ghosted her! Ghosted his girlfriend! So literally one day like she wakes up, she, she's blocked on Instagram, blocked on Snapchat, blocked on Facebook, tries to contact him and like nothing is sent, like it won't send on WhatsApp or whatever happens when you're they block your number, like blocked, fully fucking blocked. So now this boy lived in a different um, county to her, but like close enough, close by, but they just spend days on end at each other's houses. Uh, so like no real mutual friends won't bump into him down at Tesco. So yeah, just blocked. And that's that. She messaged his friends. They were like, oh, we don't know what the story is. We thought you were still together. Like blocked, ghosted. How do people do this? How do people do this? Like this girl is like, I will never, ever trust a man ever again like this has been so detrimental to her like we're having proper deep chats about this like it's been so detrimental to her and her mental health and her like thoughts about herself and her well being her everyday fucking life her boyfriend has fucking blocked her and everything like honestly how do people do it they people can just be so fucking shitty it actually scares the life out of me how somebody can do this like honestly horrific so if you are in this situation just know like it's obviously not your fucking fault you didn't do anything wrong these people are just fucking wankers and it's Instead of facing the music. Of breaking up with somebody. They just ghost. Because they think it's an easier solution. Pretend it never fucking happened. they are pathetic pieces of shit on the floor. And we're having nothing to do with them. So yeah just when I read that I was like I honestly have never heard the likes like a boyfriend ghosting like obviously I get ghosted every day of the week but these boys owe me nothing like a fucking boyfriend like no no absolutely not okay so now sorry before we go let's discuss this so somebody was like what's your opinion of pick me boys so now I didn't really know what this was but I've done a bit of research and apparently like pick me girls are the girls are like oh like honestly like I'm wearing no makeup today like honestly I just like literally got out of bed looking like this or like oh no like I'm just like I think girls are so bitchy. So I just hang out with lads. No, you don't think girls are bitchy. You just have no friends because they know that you just want the attention from the lads and you've no interest in having girlfriends. I hate girls who do that because girls in my experience are so much more loyal. Like I would take a bullet for you are just the bestest of friends. Whereas like I just haven't gotten the same friendship and uh, the same in return from lads. No offense. Um, but yeah, so apparently pick me boys. Our boys are like, I can't believe you just replied to me. You are the most beautiful girl. Why are you sliding into my DMs? No, honestly, like, I just can't even believe, like, your smile, like, honestly, lights up the room. Like, what can I do to deserve you, like, talking to me? Ick, 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 did I mention? I have the motherfucking Ick. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. When boys, honestly, like, use you talking to them to, like, like, they try to make you feel bad. Like, do you know that kind of way? They're like, oh no, like, you're honestly so hot. Like, how are you talking to me? Like, honestly, I'm just a guy like me could never expect a girl like you to talk to him. They try to, like, blackmail you or, like, manipulate you into feeling guilty for them. And then you're like, oh my God. Like, they obviously think that they're making us feel amazing and making us feel like the Beyonce's that we are. But no, Gareth. Gareth, no. We do not need you to tell us how great we are. Firstly, we already know. But Second of all, just no. Ick, 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 in capital letters. Ick, like... Honestly, I've had so many guys do to me about my smile, obviously, because these, these teeth, they do be sparkling and they're literally like, um, oh my God, I can't believe a girl with a smile like that would ever send me a message. And it's like, no, no, like I don't, I don't feel sorry for you. I'm actually kind of scared of you now and I actually want nothing to do with you now. It's so unattractive, like guys to stop doing it, stop doing it. And I love how the girls version of doing it is acting like they don't try and stuff like girls they know that you're lying. Don't even bother. So no, both sides of the equation. It's a no for me. I'm tapped out. I'm saying no. But anyway, girls, thank you so much for listening to this. Hope you enjoyed. Hope that I gave out some advice that you appreciated or you can take, or I spoke about your dilemma and gave my verdict on it. So yes, hope you enjoyed. Thank you so much to everybody for sharing. Adore you all. I am now going to go and record this week's Patreon where I will be spilling the tea on current events. So if you're in the close friends, you'll know what I'm talking about. But anyway, adore you all and hope you all are well.